Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about success trajectory food blogging, and money, money, money. So last week, I one of, my, one of the things I've been really wanting to do more often is cook. Um, I actually do like cooking, but it's, it's so time-consuming that a lot of times I will just make a super basic recipe, like literally chicken and veggies and like chicken and veggies and rice and just super very simple recipes. But I love eating, um, you know, like really great soups or or really big superfood salads and all these other things. But I haven't really been prioritizing cooking. So I have wanted to really add this to my day to day routine. And Shay and I have started committing to cooking um, three times a week. So cooking a really nice dinner and then we usually have the leftovers for lunch the next day so we don't have to spend time cooking. Anyway, anytime that I want a recipe, like a a not like okay, make chicken, season it, cook veggies, like no. But an actual recipe that's like step 1, step 2 and and produces this amazing meal anytime I need that, I go to my best friend's blog. She's a food blogger. Her Instagram is seasoned by Sylvie, um, and her food blog is amazing. Like it, you'll drool if you go to her Instagram. And so, anytime I need a recipe, I go to her blog or her Pinterest page, get a recipe pulled up. So I found this recipe. It was like I don't even know, like a, a vangelo. I don't even know how to say it. Um, but it was like this Greek lemon chicken soup and. So I pull it up. I didn't even really look at how you cook it. I just looked at the ingredients, got that stuff at the grocery store, and then I sat down last week to pull out all the ingredients and start cooking this recipe, okay? So I'm like on step two, all right? And I'm like, how do you – it was like, um, okay, so in a bowl, put two egg yolks and two eggs. And I was thinking to myself like, how do I just put two egg yolks? Like – how do I do? Do you need like a little sifter thing? Like, do I crack them in the cup? And so I'm like YouTubing. How does one only put an egg yolk in the thing? Okay. <laughs> and then there's another thing where it's like stir the pot, whisk the pot slowly as you add this so the eggs don't scramble, but make sure the temperature is here. And like, I'm like, oh my God, oh my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. How do I make sure I'm like, oh my gosh, I think they're scrambling? I'm like, this is so hard. And as I'm making this, I had this epiphany. I had this epiphany. Okay, so Sylvie and I have been best friends for almost seven years now. It'll be seven years in 2020, which is crazy. 
crazy. But she was literally freshman year of college. We met, we became best friends within the first month and we've been like conjoined at the hip since. And we studied abroad in Spain together. Like we spent every waking moment of college together and we text a hundred times a day, every day. And she literally best friend for seven years. But the epiphany that I had was that seven years ago when we were freshmen in college, we would go to Target together and we didn't even have a car. So we would borrow our friend Mickey's car and gosh, we were like terrible humans. We would like borrow it, never put gas in it. Like we would always like borrow. We were terrible. I'm sorry, Mickey, if you're listening. But um, so we take Mickey's car to Target and we would buy Hot Pockets and mac and cheese and ramen and everything had to be microwavable or like we we couldn't do it. Like we, neither of us cooked. Like we just ate microwavable food in our dorm or we went to the cafeteria. And I swear to God, like Sylvie could burn a Hot Pocket in 2013. She could literally burn a Hot Pocket in the microwave in 2013. And then fast forward, so that was our freshman year. Our sophomore year, we both started getting into health. And she was kind of, she kind of did it first. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So we started doing it together. And we got really into learning about healthy foods and realizing, well, that's weird. When we don't eat like crap all day, we feel better. And we started working out and and all of these different things. And as we started caring about health, we started cooking a little bit. Like instead of heating up mac and cheese in the microwave, we would make a super basic like chicken and veggies. Like, and that was like hard at that time. And so we would do that. And from that day, from that day, my sophomore year of college, so this is like 2014 until now, I really never expanded outside of my little comfort zone. Like I, sure, every once in a while I'll make a more extravagant recipe, but I really stayed pretty basic. I would cook salmon and asparagus and then I would cook meat and potatoes and then I would cook a burrito bowl. Like I really, really stayed doing that same thing. Sylvie, on the other hand, our sophomore year started cooking these, you know, these really nice dishes. These dishes, um, you know, these like shrimp scampi and these, um, all, I don't even know because I'm not fancy enough to even know the names. Then our junior year, okay, so this is a, a, a year number three um, from since we started being best friends. Year number three, I stayed this, I was like just cooking my normal burrito bowl, whatever. Um, and Sylvia started making even more extravagant meals. Okay. Like seriously, she was making these things I had never even heard of and just really, really, really getting good, getting very, very good. And she was like making homemade bone broth and doing, I was just like blown away. I, however, kept doing my same thing. And so anyway, you can see this pattern, but now seven years later, this is my whole epiphany. Seven years later, seven years after being the exact same level of both probably burning hot pockets till now, now Sylvie is, I mean, seriously, go look at her Instagram. It speaks for itself. But Sylvie is this amazing chef. Not only is she this amazing chef, she's so knowledgeable. She she doesn't even have to like measure things out. She just like has that intuition now because she's so confident around cooking. 
Her photos are amazing. Her food looks good. Like not only does it taste amazing, it looks good. And it, it, she's an expert. Like she's literally an expert in cooking. Seven years after the start of our friendship, I can barely even cook her step-by-step recipes. I can barely cook her step-by-step recipes. Literally seven years, seven-year difference. Sylvie didn't go to culinary school. She didn't, you know, fly to Rome and learn whatever. Sylvie just day by day started learning and day by day invested in herself to, you know, she took a photography class on, on how to like position food and, and all of these things. She's invested in mentors about food blogging and all this stuff. She invested in herself, took the time and day by day in seven years went from the same exact place as I was in to this expert food blogger. Meanwhile, I stayed the same. And here's what I want you to get. Here's what I want you to get. When you, in the beginning, there was no difference between us. And because I was with Sylvie every single day, all the time, I didn't even notice the difference between us, really. I mean, I would be like, oh my gosh, she's a great chef. But I didn't realize that the success trajectory of Sylvie of cooking for Sylvie versus me was growing every single day. And I didn't realize how much it was growing until now when I'm like, holy cow, holy cow, look at the difference between us now. Look at the difference between us now when we were in the same place. And the reason I want you to get this, the reason I want to talk about this today is because that's the same thing happening with money. It's the same thing happening with money. And right now I'm in the middle of, um, we just announced the enrollment is open to the public for Wealth Accelerator, which is my signature program about how to completely transform your finances and figure it out and finally have something to show for the hard work that you're doing, have something to show in your bank account. And the biggest thing The biggest thing is that people don't realize that if you are five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever, years out of college and you have nothing to show for it, the success trajectory on on in this example, you are the one who's staying the exact same place. Meanwhile, your friends or your peers are going places. They're skyrocketing up. They're skyrocketing up. I have this great example. And honestly, this would probably be better for like YouTube so you could visually see it. But I want you to think about the difference between you and a friend. Like think of a friend who you graduated together. You had about the same college debt, but you just paid your minimum payments, maybe gotten a little credit card debt, um, just made a lot of money, but spent it over and over and over. And now seven years later, you are in the exact same place. But she, on the other hand, she out of college paid off $20,000 of debt her first year. And don't say that's crazy because I did that. I wasn't making an insane amount of money. I got a corporate job right out of college and I paid $20,000 a year paying off my debt. Okay, so imagine the difference. In in seven years, if she is paying off, you're staying the same, you have the exact same results, you look back and you're like, whoa, I have 
literally the same amount of debt as I did seven years ago. But she pays off $20,000 of debt every single year. Let's say you both started off with $40,000. Okay. So she goes from negative 40, which is where you were. And then she goes the next year, a year to college, she's at negative 20 because she paid off $20,000 of student debt. And then the next year she's at zero. So her net worth is zero. Then the next year, four years after college, she has $20,000 in her bank account. Five years out of college, she has $40,000 in her bank account. Six years out of college, she has $60,000 in her bank account. And seven years out of college, she has $80,000 in her bank account and no debt. The success trajectory. Here's the problem. So many of you are in the position that I was in when it comes to cooking, okay? You're in this position because you're thinking, well, I mean, I don't have to figure out my finances right now because I'm okay. Like, I'm still like buying the things I want. I can still maybe take a vacation. I- I'm still doing these things. There's, I- I'm not, my back isn't up against a wall. Like, I'm comfortable. I don't need to do this. And what I'm trying to get you to understand is that you have to look at where you could have been. You have to look at what if I was on this success trajectory, but I was the one who every single day invested and figured out my finances. And instead of being $40,000 of debt seven years after college with nothing to show for all your hard work and the income you're making, you had no debt and $80,000 in your bank account. Do you see the difference? Like, Do you see the urgency in this? Do you see how impactful it is that you're putting this off and putting this off? Because guess what? If you just keep chilling another 10 years, that your friend that's crushing it and is saving 20K a year is going to be in a whole nother world by then. She's going to be in a whole nother world than you, and you are still going to be in the same place. Oh, you guys, I'm like so fired up because people don't get it. People don't get it. And here's the scary thing. You don't have to get it because you're comfortable. You're not almost on the street. You're not like so broke you can't pay the bills. You are comfortable. And that's the scariest place to be because your friend, she's not comfortable. She's she's hustling. She's going after it. And she's still living her life. She's still spending. She's still going to Target and buying those, you know, the $1 things for her, you know, decor. She's still living her life too. She's just prioritizing her finances. And so two things, two things to just wrap it up. One, I want you to sit down and calculate where are you right now? What debt do you have? What do you have in savings, et cetera? And then say, what if starting when I was graduated from college, I would have blank. I would have saved 20K or even 10K. What, what if you would have done that? Where would you be now? I want you to look at that trajectory and then decide if you're going to invest in yourself. Because if you keep telling yourself, oh, I don't, I don't need it. I'll just keep trying to figure it out myself. Girlfriend, oh, you are going to just waste more and more time that you could be building your empire. Okay, so if if you're someone who who's just okay with being comfortable right now, and you keep talking yourself out of applying for the Wealth Accelerator, you keep talking yourself out of um, investing in your finances and, and going all in, 
I'm challenging you right now. I'm challenging you because I love you and because I see what happens when people go all in. I see the results people get and I see how it changes their lives. I have people all the time from people who took the Wealth Accelerator a year ago who still DM me and say, oh my God, Chloe, listen to this new result I got. Listen to this new milestone I hit because the results are sustainable. And when they figured out their finances a year ago, they're still reaping the results and the benefits now, even more so. Okay. So this is my challenge. This is the last week. This is the last week to sign up um, and apply, to apply for the Wealth Accelerator, see if you're a good fit and enroll if you are. This is your last week. So this is your your wake-up call to dive freaking in. Um, And before, don't you hang up because I have something a little crazy, crazy I'm about to do. Um, But before you hang up, I also – before you hang up, like we're on the telephone. I'm like, before you go, Becky. Um, No. But before we jump off, before we wrap up this episode, I want to give a shout-out to Sylvie my BFF for letting me, um, and when I say letting, I didn't like super ask her. Um, but thank you for, you know, just letting me make this podcast episode about you. You're freaking amazing. Like you guys go check out everything. I know I've said that 10 times, but her stuff is so absolutely amazing. It'll blow your mind. She's so talented and she's so passionate about what she does. Like Sylvie, you are amazing. Like the, the stuff that you're doing to not only show people how to cook, but to enjoy it and to make really hard recipes easy and fun. It, it's amazing. And I'm so proud of you. And I want to do something super fun and ask Sylvie on this episode right now. Sylvie, I love you and I'm so grateful for you. I, I'm so blessed by our friendship of seven years and everything that we've been through. And I want to ask you, will you be a bridesmaid in my wedding? I love you. And I hope you say yes. And if you do, text me when you you listen to this. And for all of you listening before Sylvie listens, don't you dare message her. Don't you dare DM her. Let her, let her listen to this first. Okay. All right. But so I just want to say that I love you, Sylv, um, and I, I'm just so, so proud of your trajectory. I'm so proud of your trajectory, and and you're just getting started. So I can't wait to see the rest of your success trajectory, the rest of, of the amazing chef and food blogger and, and foodie and everything that you're doing. Um, and for everyone else listening, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. Obviously, this is a special one for me, um, but I appreciate you listening and tuning in. And I will see you on next week's episode.